0: Okay, good morning, good day, good evening, dear listeners. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag from Coach to Coach, Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. It's a very simple conversation between two coaches. Today, I have Kitty, Kitty Ferreira, our coach based in Manila. Welcome, Kitty.
1: Thank you, Francisco. Thank you for having me.
0: Its a pleasure as well likewise having you here. So Kitty, tell me where are you? Where are you now of how, being a coach or how how come you're a coach? let's say how come you're a coach, Kitty?
1: <laughs> yeah well it's it's been quite a long journey and I feel like even if it's long, I'm always kind of starting. So the first time I heard about coaching would probably be around 2006, 2007, when I was taking my master's in industrial and organizational psychology. So, you know, in that program, you start talking about how to develop people in organizations and, you know, in different subjects, it would come up as an individual intervention, you know, with this coaching and mentoring thing. And I think that's when the seeds started or began being planted. Prior to that, I'd never heard about coaching. Um, and that was 2006, 2007-ish when I started. Um, and I didn't take any... Program, right? Okay. I would dabble in and out, look at websites, sign up for these uh, newsletters and things mm. like that. Yeah. But um, here in the Philippines in Manila, you'd hardly hear anything about coaching. Oh, okay. Right? Um, at that time, at that yeah. time. So um, it was in 2011, yes, where I first took. A, any form of coach training. I see. And it was a very small group by our mentor, first batch that she ran a coaching program for. So ever since then, 2011, a lot has happened. Like I moved out of corporate. I began doing consulting, um, HR and org development, HR yes. and OD. And it's it's kind of stuck with me, right? And then um, one thing leads to another, as I'm growing, as I'm evolving, learning more about coaching. Um, it's just a progression, like a deepening of how I understand it to be. Yes. A deepening also of my skills. I would I would like to think <laughs> that um, I'm I'm also improving in what I can offer my clients. Yes. And that kind of finds me here now, right? So I'm still I'm still doing a little bit of consulting, but come 2021, it's a conscious de- decision for me to uh, try to shift more into doing more one-on-one and small group work. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, in, in a way, it's been a long journey, but. It's always, it's always fresh.
0: So it was just those things happens with no plan. As you said, it just leads to another. That looks like what I heard. 2006, mm-hmm. you were doing a master's. One of the program is coaching. You get interested. You're starting by yourself to understand more about this, by newsletters, joining some groups, discussions, so on. Mm-hmm. It took another five years for you to take a proper training for coach to see, huh? Yeah. Yeah. it's still a long journey. Guess, is that what I? Uh, is that what you're getting? It's like,
1: uh, yeah. Know. I don't think, I, Francisco. I don't think it's ever going to end. Um, yeah. when you, when I realize that there are so many more things that I don't yet know, not just about coaching, but also about myself. What I realized also is that my interests change, and with each experience, I'm also evolving as a person, and mm. what I can offer, and how I, how I serve other people. Yes. You know can change and shift along the way, but at the core, for me, it's just really being able to help people um, to grow. Create space for them so that um, they can go deeper in their knowledge and eventually evolve. you know it's something I also want for myself and believe in yes. you know very very deeply that um we have to take care of our own growth, and as we grow, we become channels for other people to grow too so yeah
0: I like that we are channel for other people to grow you said that one of the things you've seen is that doing some kind of consultant based uh, project mm-hmm. or work but you I think you mentioned that you're doing a lot of one-to-one
1: yeah. Um oh, and that- I, yeah, yeah, that's well, I'm starting to do that more often now. Yeah. So when I got into consulting, it was really for um, people development and org development. So you can imagine that a lot of the interventions were very high level, were org level mm. or for full teams. Um, so I did that, you know, I've been doing that since 2011. So it's been 10 years. Yes. Um, and I think a natural, this doing work one-on-one is actually a natural evolution of the work I've been doing for a while. Yeah. So it's kind of just narrowing down the people that I work with because I feel now more than ever that I'm called to create impact like in a very in a very intimate way, yes. one-on-one, person to person. Um so that also comes comes out, I guess, in the way that I run the workshops that I do or the way that I design the workshops because I like working with smaller groups
0: yes.
1: Um, so that I am able to attend to each person who comes to the workshop or who chooses to work with me. Um, it does take a lot more time, right? And you can, you know, there's no, there's no wrong way to conduct a workshop. You know, there are workshops that are meant for people, like a hundred people at a time. And yes. You know, the impact is very different. But what I find now is, Getting that fulfillment when I'm working closely with a person, and so it can get uh, the work can get deeper. That that's what I've what that's what I've noticed, and the impact is more. It feels more tangible in a sense because it's one to one.
0: Yeah, so if in that case that now you're you're, you're having more. Uh, you're, I think you, it seems like you're more uh trend to be have more one to one to have this more deeper and more impact tangible approach, right? If if our listeners would be have the chance to, to to listen to the to this episode, right? What are is there any profile that you could share or a type of individual that you have in your your current portfolio client or it's mm-hmm. it's open.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I think the, the clients that have benefited most from the kind of coaching that we've had together. and the clients I also enjoy working with a lot are those who are naturally um, inclined towards growth themselves. I see. Right. People who value personal development. Mm-hmm. People who are already working on themselves. And I think. And I and I'd like to see myself as a helper for those who like to help themselves already. Because often, and I've experienced this, and the benefit of coaching for me also is while I am naturally a reflective person, um, while I am naturally uh, Purpose driven, right? Yes. Sometimes I tend to get in my own way, mm-hmm. and you know there are there are challenges. We do have blind spots, and so in my personal experience working with my coaches, they've helped me see those with more clarity. They've helped me um, make progress, and that's that's um, what I'd like to. Uh, provide for my clients too. So I've worked with I've worked with founders. I've worked with entrepreneurs. I've worked with people who are also succeeding um, within the corporate structure. I've worked with moms. Um, <laughs> you name it, right? Because you know all of us have different roles anyway. Um, but I I guess the thread that binds the people I work with is they are. Uh, naturally inclined toward achieving and growing. Yes. And I'm just there to help facilitate that progress and that growth for them, um, especially in times when it can get very challenging to be alone doing that.
0: Yes, and that's one thing we said I heard several times. You never walk alone. And people want to be heard as well, Right. Yeah. But one thing is, is, is very interesting is the growth, mm. the personal development, right? Do you see any common ground when you are coaching your your clients because of there's a you know it's a one-to-one and is there something that you can see it's like yes, there's one always a specific goal, a vision or interest? I don't know, yeah. but maybe you've noticed. I think
1: um well I what I've noticed is that I guess even um, at the beginning, you know um, there are a lot of different concerns that people come with. No one concern is is the same because they're you're all very unique yes but when we begin working, I guess some of the themes that I notice that come up, would be concerns about doing a lot of things like being very busy or being overwhelmed and doing things and achieving things, but feeling like they're not accomplishing or they're not feeling fulfilled in what they do. And so It's really, when you look at the, you know, underneath it, it's about intention, right? Um, In one way or another, I think everyone just desires to be more intentional about what they are doing. We often are like i like this image of like an octopus right yeah. and you're trying to do so many things at the same time there was a time where and i think up until now that multitasking was kind of a virtue and it was mm. it was celebrated oh, what a great multitasker right but what i've also learned in my 30s and i just turned 40 <laughs> but in my 30s one of the things that i appreciated really was this concept of I don't know if you've heard it before, non-multa sed multum. One of our Jesuit spiritual directors uh, was the one who introduced that term to me. And it just means, um, you know, not many but much. Okay. Right. So it's being able to discern the few things that we really need to do. And do it with intention in the best way that we can, rather than trying to do everything. And I have these conversations with my clients where, you know what, we really cannot, cannot do everything. And in the first place, you know, we don't want to do everything. Right. There are only a few things that are really essential. So, you know, my clients and myself included, I don't want to separate myself from from that experience because I think it's a very human and natural experience to want to find impact and fulfillment in the things that we do. And if we're trying to do everything, it's hard. It's hard. And if we're not clear about what we want to do and we're very much influenced by goals of other people or things to uh, achieve or attain based on other people's standards, you can easily find yourself an octopus, right? (laughs) Where you're trying to do so many things and yet feel like nothing is done at the same time. And we only have so much energy and attention and time to be spending on, you know, to be spreading ourselves too thin. So I love having conversations like this with my clients um, and helping them rediscover what it is that is essential. Yes. What will be much and not just many, Mm. right?
0: Yeah. So having said that, uh, Katie, so people arrive start talking with you with this energy, this passion. And I, I'm, I'm a very good, a lot of things and so on. So what happened when they discover? So what's your, the question is, so what is your intention? What is your purpose? I do believe there will be like a, a silence there. Oh, my intention, my purpose. Okay. So how 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 is the transformation there in that moment when you, yeah. I suppose they will, dis, as you said, rediscover, right? So what we, yeah. what's the reaction there typically in that kind of conversation yeah. that you see?
1: I think, I think people know. Mm. I think people know in their heart of hearts what's important. It's just that it gets crowded out by other things. You know, other things to do, other priorities, other um, tasks, other plans. And it's a it's a process, right? We don't we don't come to the session and then after one conversation with Kitty, everything is crystal clear. Often it's not like that. It's kind of delaying. It requires a lot of courage, yes. you know, to see to see what you don't want to see. A lot of humility also, um, and a lot of trust in in the process. Okay. That when I ask a question or I, you know, share an observation that there is something there that can be considered that was not considered before. So um, it's a process. And I find that as people talk through what the essential might be, Yeah, you know, when you seek, you find. When you seek, you find. So as they start discovering and looking for it, it kind of appears. Yes. Right? It's easier to notice. And once that's clear, everything else is much, much easier because the choices are clearer, the trade-offs are clearer. Um you know how you want to show up, you know, with in your most important relationships. So kind of starts there yeah
0: i think you, you mentioned it is well somewhere some another you said you said it starts in, in somewhere right but there's two things that i'm hearing or sensing what you said you have to go to the underneath mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. what's underneath that it's not being said the blind spot of that individual yeah. of that client mm-hmm. and then from there it's like you create that certain intimate a conversation in which flows what has to be said, what has to be shared, what have to be seen. And that's what I'm mm-hmm. perceiving of you conducting these kind of sessions with, yeah. with your clients. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Um and that's quite a um, a good way of putting it I guess that you really need to look underneath. Um, and I think that just providing a space for people to quiet out everything else so that they can actually take time to look inward. Sometimes it's all the all the all that they need because deep inside, I believe they know it, right? It's it, the 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 essential is not something that somebody can tell you. Or, you know, I can't even tell them, you know what? This is what's essential for you or this is what must be essential or should be essential. It's something that they discover on their own. And it can only happen when you're able to quiet down a lot of the noise. Okay. And sometimes that hour is all it takes for them to listen to their own voice.
0: There you go. There you go. Yeah. It's time for them to listen. For It's time for us, for everyone to listen to our own voice, just to, to reflect that. Yeah. Kitty, we are reaching our, our end of our, of our episode. Anything else that you would like to add?
1: Yeah. I guess it's just also uh, what I've learned over time is just really the value of that inner work, okay. of that listening to your own voice and going within, and how... Sometimes we feel that we just shy away from the inner work because we're tired or, you know, there's just too much to do. Um, or maybe that, you know, we try to do some reflection, but it's not really changing anything. For your listeners, I just like to um, encourage them to really keep at keep at. Keep at it. Keep doing the inner work because you don't know it, but there's a seed, there's a plant that's growing in there. There's there's a desire that's growing in there and an awareness that in the right time will come and allow them to evolve into the kind of person that they can be and that they want to be. That's it.
0: <laughs> Lovely. Looks like the to- the the tone and the message you've shared is like a is is, a, is, is something that you really invite individuals to st- to move to, to step forward, and as you said, that it's time for them to listen to your own to their own voice, right? And there's a process for that, and I hope with your coaching uh, experience, with your coaching approach, looks like people are able to have some kind of positive and meaningful impact on this.
1: Mm-hmm. I certainly hope so. <laughs> no,
0: definitely, it sounds sounds that that's the, the, the path that you take, and it sounds it's that you're in a good way. Kitty, thank you very much for sharing your story.
1: Yeah, thank you, Francisco, for allowing me also the space to express all of these ideas to your listeners, and just be a person, you know, somebody who is fully present for me in the last couple of minutes. Thanks so much.
0: Oh, thanks to you. Thanks to you, Kitty, for sharing, really. And I do believe our list, uh, our audience of listeners will have some some good insights as uh, in this kind of uh, sharing of yours. Anyway, Kitty, thank you very much. Um, well, dear listeners, good morning, good day, good evening. There was another episode of Hashtag from Coach to Coach, Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. I hope to speak to you or to to, to listen for, to you in another session with another coach. Thank you.